guys. Welcome to another episode of the Beauty Pop Podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Jen. And today we're going to be addressing lots of lip stuff. And I'm really excited <laughs> to talk about this because I have recently completely fallen in love with a relatively new brand, new to me, um, in the lip gloss world from our girl Gwen Stefani. And you've got some, you've got a lip mask to review and yeah. a lip a liquid, a, yeah, liquid, yeah, a liquid lip. lipstick. And this one is from a brand, like an old school brand. So I don't even think is that popular anymore that has redone their formula. And I'll tell you all about how I found out. But Kat Von D, remember Kat Von D? <gasps> her stuff her. is not even, yeah, her stuff isn't even all that popular anymore. But well, I got a hold of one of the lipsticks and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm in love with this. And I looked it up and it's a whole new formula, a whole new rebranding over at Kat Von D. So we'll talk about that Ooh, too. Yeah. Two punk rock chicks today. I didn't even realize that. that. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even think about that. So we've got, Gwen we've and got lips, music, and mayhem. Absolutely. That's our- <laughs> yeah. And then the mayhem is going to be from courtesy of the Murdoch family. <laughs> And that's an uh, M too. How about that? Yeah. Murder, mayhem, Murdoch's. How about that? Oh my gosh. That, yeah. I mean, that is like the case that's, I mean, my godmother lives in Ireland and has been watching the trial. So I came so late to this reaching. party, yeah. but not now I'm like, I'm hooked on all the stuff that's coming out around this. So there's two specials, one on uh, Netflix, one on HBO. And in my time of recovery, cause I've been sick, I've watched both of them. Oh, I didn't know there was an HBO one. You have to it's really on good. That. It's actually, I think, better than the Netflix one. Oh, I'm hooked. I'm already mm-hmm. hooked. All right. So speaking of being hooked, so I my favorite type of stories always begin with, so I wandered into Sephora. Yeah. And that's like always like the best day. $200 later. <laughs> oh, always. Yeah. So like those are my favorite kind of stories. But um, I had to go to an event, I want to say like a month or so ago, and I believe it was the same shopping trip as when I discovered the Rose Ink, the solar power serum. Which I have ordered. Yep. And yes, and my friend Dominique has ordered it. And like other people have messaged me that they've ordered it. I'm like, everyone just order the mini. It's $18. <laughs> just in case it does change your the color of your foundation. It has not. I've used it with two different shades and it has not altered mine. But I might just have that kind of skin tone that you know doesn't really it doesn't really change that much if you add a little bit of you know something more um vibrant in it so i wanted to make sure that we did i say that because i don't want anyone to commit to the 46 dollar bottle and then it you know and and it changes yeah now worst case scenario because you know it has like a million different things that it can do if it does change if it alters your foundation to a color or a shade that you don't really like then you can definitely adjust how much you mix in, but it's also on its own. What it is, is a sunscreen serum. So just use it every day as your SPF 30 and just right over your moisturizer and you'll have a glow and you won't need makeup with it. So that's sort of like, it's kind of a fail, fail safe, you know, like it's, if it doesn't work out in the foundation, then you can use it on yeah, its you've own. You've got a backup great. plan. Yeah. So, and cause I, I don't like, you know, I hate, I mean, look, I am not, I'm a Leo rising, so budget is like not a word that I, I enjoy, but I don't like wasting money on frivolous stuff. I get upset with myself if I buy a product that is too expensive and it ends up not working and I am too lazy to take it back or whatever. That's the other thing. You can also return stuff to Sephora. Anyway, so on the same trip, I needed some I needed some new lip gloss because my tried and true Buxom lip gloss, which I have used for... 
at least 15 years, maybe. Oh, yeah. It's great. We talked about both loving that one. That's the great lip plumping, glossy, very pretty color. It's very reflective. It's a really, it's a nice formula. Yep. It's been around forever. Um, So I ran out of it. And when I went to Sephora, they didn't have the shade, which I forget the name of it, but it's a very pale blush pink. That's kind of all I wear. I have very thin lips. I don't like wearing any kind of dark color. I just look like, you know, Tim Burton-y. And so I don't like doing that. So uh, I decided that as I'm wandering around Sephora and they don't have the buxom shade that I want, I saw the little, and it's, it is a small display at the Sephora that's near me for Gwen Stefani's new makeup line called Give, which by the yeah. way, G-X-V-E. I don't know how you get Give out of that. I was wondering about that because how do you I, get that? I never knew what it was called. So I'm glad you said it was Give. I've seen the Gwen stuff. Obviously I've been wanting to try it, but how do you, I know, what is she doing with that? I don't know. How do you get there? I mean, because I, I, I've been following her. I know you do as well on Instagram. And so she signs all of her posts G and then an X, like a kiss. Yeah. So I, that part, I was like, oh, okay. So is it, because at first I was like, is it love? Is it, and then I looked, I'm like, no, that's a G. Because, you know, she has that, that font that she really loves. Right. You know, that like, um, yeah. it's like sort of like. a diploma like, font. Almost. Yeah, it's like some funky should maybe be spelling Latin words out, like kind of mm-hmm. font. So it is kind of hard to read. But anyway, so yes, so the line is called Give. And um, it basically, she only had a few products that were set up. It was a small section right around the corner, actually, from Kat Von D, which has also gotten smaller. Yeah, it's definitely not as popular as it was. Which is a shame because I've, I throughout the years, I have used a lot of Kat Von D products. So I'm happy to hear what, what you have to say about them. Um, and so Gwen has, they're, they're called Pop uh, Bubble Pop Electric. That's the high gloss lip glosses that she has. She also has long wear, you know, her famous red lip. She has regular lipstick and then she has long wear liquid lip. None of that stuff ever really appeals to me because I always find that they're drying. I don't like a matte lip because my lips are too small. It just doesn't work for me. So I just go with a straight gloss. And I, the first one that I bought was called candy and I don't know if you can see it on camera there. It's like oh, a that's pretty, right? It's like a, like mauve, a shell pink. Yeah, it's like a mm-hmm. like a little bit of a mauve kind of tone to it. Like I don't want to say purple because that's not what it is, but mauve has the tiniest bit. It's got of, the blue undertone right. to the pink. Yeah. So th- so this actually, so this was the first one that I bought um, in candy, and I tried it on my hand in the store, and I immediately fell in love with the shine. It has so much shine to it, and not a glitter shine, like an actual shine shine. Mm-hmm. So I, and then when I, when I got home and I tried it on, I was like, oh my God, this is the best lip gloss I've ever tried. And Lewis laughs at me because we were in the car going somewhere the first night that I had it. And I just kept reapplying it because it feels <laughs> so good. I would say of any lip gloss, like the Buxom is a little bit thicker. It's sticky. It's a little sticky. This is not sticky. This is very slick, but it stays on, and I'm not really sure how, but it's for the amount of slickness to it, it stays on. It has the most wonderful scent, which I know is a weird thing to say when you're reviewing lip gloss, but it almost smells like candy, but not too sweet. It's just like a, I don't know, you're the sommelier, so you've got a trained nose. I can't wait for you to smell this sometime if you're in a Sephora, because there's a very distinct scent to it and then the the other ones all have the same scent but it has this just incredible luxurious feel the shine stays 
even if you're, you know, if you're drinking a cocktail, it doesn't all just transfer immediately to the glass. Mm -hmm. It actually stays on. And it just the way that it glides on. And the other thing that I love, the applicator sponge, which I I don't know if you can, am I holding it up there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a little little brush. Yeah. It's like it's a mix between a sponge and a brush. And it also is very, um, it has a lot of I don't know what the right word is, but it's sturdy. It's very mm-hmm. sturdy because you know how sometimes they they go on and they kind of they're very flimsy, you know, yeah. and 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 they 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 kind of the tips will kind of flop around a little bit, and it doesn't really. It's harder to get a more um, specific application. This yep. is this is on the much much sturdier side, and I'm specifically thinking of Lisa Rinna. Uh, the Rinna Beauty lip glosses. I like the gloss. Hate the brush. Like yeah, the brush was because you gave me one it. of those. The brush was kind of all over the place. I feel but the bad gloss that is I really nice. It. The gloss is no, good, but I but really the, like the color. Yeah, the gloss is good, and she's got good colors. But that brush, she it 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 doesn't. I mean, I feel bad because I gave this to you as a gift, so I don't want to say like it's it feels really cheap, but it does. Mm-hmm. It just it felt it's very flimsy, and it just felt really cheap. So, and that's one of the things that I've also liked about Buxom. That applicator is oh, very it's sturdy. Hardcore. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. And so Gwen's right on par with that. And it's just this, it's, I mean, it's just such an amazing formula that I I couldn't resist. I went back, I bought a second color. This one is a, a Ooh, lighter pink. Too. Mm-hmm. This one's called Dolled Up. And I found this one because Gwen did a video and she's she said she wears Dolled Up every day. So if you ever see Gwen with a pale pink glossy lip, that's what she's wearing. She wears Dolled Up. Um, the one thing I didn't get a chance to buy yet, which I am excited to try, you know, how we've been talking about like when we did the lip plumping episode and we talked about how I, when I think of Gwen Stefani, I think of Jennifer Lopez, especially with the overlining. Yeah. They overline the lip. their lip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to, to give that fuller, you know, that fuller look, well, it's kind of genius because Gwen actually makes an over lip liner. So the only thing is, though, I only found it in two different shades. And the one shade she wears, I believe she's wearing it underneath um, the uh, dolled up shade of lip gloss. But it's called Pout to Get Real. And it's um, an overlining lip liner. So on one end of it, it has like a like a little almost like a little it looks kind of like an eyebrow pencil uh-huh. it has that same shape. And so um, so you can. You can fill in an overline, and then on the other end of it, which I've not seen this before, but on the other end of it is a brush that actually, once you have everything lined, and, it, and she she gives instructions like step by step instructions on how to overline. Oh, the that's lip, cool! Yeah, right. Like the way that she does it, I never even thought about in the corners the way that she does it with this. Mm-hmm. And then you take the little brush end, and then you fill it all in, and she calls it blending. It in. Yeah. And so from that point on, it only comes in two colors right now. One is the Pout to Get Real, which is a beigey. Um, I have a weird feeling it's going to be a little too brown for my lips, um, but that's what she uses. She has a different kind of skin tone. She's got a little more on the Kardashian, you know, that that they all kind of have that same undertone of all their lip, pro- their nudes have a, a little bit Very of an- brown. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's more. Yeah. yeah, there's more of an orange there, and then the other color she has, which naturally she would have to have a red one, um, is the uh, uh, what's that one called? 
yeah, it basically just comes in either red or oh, it's called say whatever. It's a blue, it's a blue based red. So if you like mm-hmm. a red lip, this is going to be a really good liner. For and that's you. her jam. And that's her jam. I don't. I always feel so weird with red lips. I don't me know too. why. It freaks I, me out. I, it's not my thing. Um, yeah, it's my friend Allie wears, she's the rare combination like a Julia Roberts. She has reddish auburn ha- hair and she wears a red lip. It's like her signature thing. And it mm-hmm. looks amazing on her. It looks yeah. like she gets compliments everywhere she goes. And so, and, and it's a great look for her. I, it just, I don't know, just doesn't really work for me. So I, if don't, you need- I feel really weird about it too. Sometimes I'll do a dark red or a dark color lip, but just the red is... I don't yeah. know. I always feel like a clown in the red. Yeah, it's and 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 if you have tiny lips like I yeah. do, I mean, talk about like I, I'd look like you know the Queen of Hearts from you know Alice in Wonderland. It's just emphasizing something that you don't want to emphasize, pretty much. Right. So I'm hoping that, and so the other color is called Do Whatever. It's called Neutral Beige. I I hope that as the line expands and she sort of is, I think she's doing it in a smart way. She's dropping like four colors of a product at a time. So it's not this like deluge of, oh my God, it's so overwhelming and there's so much stock. Um, So I think it's smart the way she's approaching it to have just a red and sort of a neutral. But for now, until she comes up with a better for me color, Gwen, get on that. Um, I have always liked the Christian Dior neutrals. And when you and I went to the Gracie Awards last year, I did a neutral lip. And I, and this, probably can see it there. Yeah, that's this pretty. Is, yeah, this is a basic. It's like a very beigey, but pinky beige, not brown. Yeah, I need a pinky beige. I can't do a brown beige. So this is, for, this is Rouge Dior. It's number 220, and it's called Beige Couture Velvet. If you are a fair-skinned person, especially if you have like more of like the hyperpigmentation and pink tones that I have... This is the one of the girls from Sephora helped pick this out for me. This is the most perfect neutral shade of lipstick. And it's Dior. They make really good lip products and it stays on for a long time. It's very creamy to apply. It's nice. This with candy on top of it is it's this is my be new beautiful. jam. Yeah, it's, it's my new be jam. Gorgeous. Yeah. The only downside is with dolled up, the pink, the 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 brighter pink one that Gwen wears all the time, it doesn't look good over the Dior because the mm-hmm. Dior is more has more of the blue base and this is a real pop of like bubblegum pink and yeah. it kind of defeats the purpose so I still have I'm on a mission to find a, a liner um or a base for dolled up so again Gwen hear my call get um, on it I know get on let's it go get on it Gwen but those are two I'm telling you I I if you are a lip gloss person like I am I'm almost exclusively lip gloss with the exception mm-hmm. of like the Dior lipstick that I use um this is this is literally the best lip gloss I've ever ever tried I I just cannot say enough great things about it I love it honorable mention will go to on the same trip I tried Fenty Fent Rihanna's brand Fenty which has made her now a billionaire and they have a lot of great products they have um, a high shine lip gloss as well. And I liked the formula. I got a couple different shades and I put it on the back of my hand and I really liked it, but they just didn't have the shade that I was looking for. See, I have a pink from Fenty that I really, really liked mm-hmm. the color. And it was almost like kind of like a, a really like, I don't want to say it was bright, but it was a pink that had a lot of shine and 
and glitter to it. This was when she first launched her line. But I didn't like Was that the called like Love Bomb or something? One of them it was, was something like that. And yeah, but I didn't okay. like the consistency. I felt like my hair was getting stuck in it all the time. Oh. I just I didn't love that part of it, but I really did love the color and how it looked. It just I wasn't the formula turned me off. The other the same thing with lip paints. I have one of her lip paints in a, a really pretty neutral tone. I think um I picked it out from a, a FabFitFun box because, you know, all of my stuff that I discover, I like discover in these weird ways. And so I found this and I really like their formula. It's it's a good lip paint that doesn't get really dry. Um, it doesn't last as long as some of the other long wearing lipsticks, but it's pretty good. So I'd actually go back and see about different colors because the one I have is like a a brownie neutral, which I could, I feel like I can get away with it sometimes during the fall, but mm-hmm. it's not my all year color palette basically. So, right. Yeah, no, but her, she's got good products for sure. And I'm excited to try the Gwen ones. I've been wanting to, I love lip gloss. I've just, I've been going through the, like, uh, it sounds funny when I say I'm going through the change because I'm not going through that change, but I'm going through the change of like loving lip glosses and primarily wearing usually like lip liner and lip gloss together, um, almost every day. But I started realizing that it's just like falling off. Whatever formulas I had, it was not sticking. And I found myself either not replying and looking dead half the day or constantly (laughs) replying and ending up with like lipstick all over my glasses and, you know, lipstick over everything. So I've been kind of messing around a little bit lately and trying to figure out if there's a lipstick formula that I like better. And I just feel displaced because I haven't found something that I really, really love. Um, So I'm looking forward to to trying the Gwen brand. But... Enter Kat Von D. So I was ordering something from Sephora about, I want to say about a month and a month, month of, like, you know, four to six weeks ago. And you know how when you're a member of their VIB, they send you the emails and say, use code, whatever it is to get your f- extra free sample of something. Mm-hmm. So I had gotten one of those emails. I saw they were giving away like a little sample of Kat Von D, like a small lip gloss. And I thought, all right, that's a pretty good deal. I'll enter that in. Sure enough. And so it came. And I tried it on and I I hadn't used Kat Von D products in a long time. I used to really like her lipstick, but I thought they were very drying. And a lot of times when I use liquid lips, like you were mentioning, what I cannot stand is that parched feeling when your lips start to peel, when it it feels really thick and and it looks all globby. and It's very unforgiving. It's very unforgiving. Yeah. And so when I got this thing, I thought, well, you know what? I'm just going to try it. So one morning when I was putting on my makeup, because I liked the color, actually, um, I put it on. And this formula was like amazing. It lasted all day. It felt really light. It didn't get dry. I didn't get the peeling. So I actually went online to like research what the heck had changed. And sure enough, she has actually rebranded uh, like her entire liquid lipstick line. So Kat Von D, so it's KVD Beauty. And this formula is now called Everlasting Hyper Light Vegan Transfer Proof Liquid Lipstick, like the longest name on the planet. (laughs) But it's really good. The formula is actually really light, but it lasts almost like six, seven hours, I think I clocked it at. I mean, it lasted. And even if you, like, even when I started to feel like it was fading, I just added like clear chapstick over it and it like, inched it along for a couple more hours. The color that I have is also fabulous. It's called Queen of Poison, which if you are familiar with the the Kat Von D brand, this was Lolita, which is like one of her most famous colors. Absolutely. And so now it's called Queen of Poison. Oh, I'm looking at it now. That's pretty. It's It's like a a little bit plummy, little bit 
like little bit. Um, they call it chestnut mauve. rose. I don't yeah. know. I call it more of like a plummy mauve kind of. Yeah. But yeah. it's not purple. Mm-mm. It's a really beautiful, like forgiving color. And yeah. What's That's nice. Great, uh, what I love about this, when we when you talked about applicators, you're so right along the same thinking. Like the applicator is a pre- like it's totally precision. It's almost on par with like a lip liner, so you can really draw on your lip and not have to worry about smudging it or using a brush. I mean, you can use the applicator that it comes with because when you use like a lipstick like this or a liquid lipstick, the worst thing you want to do is make a mistake because it's really hard to get it off when it's one of those long lasting ones. And then you have to get out your concealer Mm -hmm. and the whole thing. So I noticed right away that the brush, even on the small size was definitely high on, on precision the formula, again, really lasting. It's more of a velvet feel than it is like a really drying lipstick. But I love the fact that it doesn't transfer. It's not getting all over my cup, my, you know, because I'm always carrying around yeah. my, one of my portal, you know, my reusable cups and all that stuff. And it just stayed where it was supposed to stay. And literally, you got a few extra hours out of it. If you put a little gloss or a little um, chapstick over it towards the end, it kind of ekes it out. And so I was looking to see what they brand themselves as now, and they say it's all day comfort, which I totally agree. They use raspberry stem cells to nourish the lips. That's part of what the brand claims. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really nice formula. And the color I think is really beautiful. They have about a bazillion colors. I mean, you can get from light pink to green. I mean, they have like everything on their website, but this color particularly is really nice. And the other thing I like, I think because this is one of their more iconic colors. You can get a small size for 13 bucks. Oh, I so love you can either that. Buy, you can either buy the big one for 23 or they have, I don't know if they do it in multiples, but in this particular color, which I'm telling you, I think would flatter most skin types. It looks, I think it's the type of color that would look good on anybody. It's, um, it's 13 bucks for the small one. So That's you can fantastic. get the mini, which is the one that I have, and I'm still using it from six weeks ago. It's still going, and I'm using it quite a bit, like almost every day, because it matches most colors. It's got it's that really nondescript but like nice rosy mauve color that can mm-hmm. work with either brown eyes with like with your like if you're doing more neutral eyes or if you're doing yeah. something smokier. It works for both. That's so I amazing. really like it. Yeah, it, I'm I a love fan. That. It's, it's like reintroducing myself to Kat Von D. I haven't used her products in a really long time. So because of that, when I needed an eyeliner, now I've got her liquid eyeliner that I'm going to try when I get oh, my next Sephora Oh, that's order. my chance. So we'll see how so, it goes. Okay. So the Kat Von D liquid eyeliner, if you yeah. like to do, if you like to do a liquid li- eyeliner, it's about the one thing in the makeup realm that I don't completely screw up. Like I can actually do my own, like a good cat eye. Uh-huh. That is, I have tried every liquid formula out there. I've tried the coal pencil from Chanel, which was not bad. The coal pencil from Lancome, which was a little bit better. Um, it kind of gives you a little bit of a look of the of the liquid, but if you really want that liquid liquid, that you know has almost like that little bit of a shine to it. Yeah. Her Kat Von D's liquid eyeliner. Don't go, don't search anymore. Just go right to it. And it comes in two different sizes. You can get the small one, which I think might be around $13 or the, the full size one, which is probably like 28 or something. And I just, I just bought another tube of it. It's has the, it, it has almost like, I mean, it has the most precise point to it almost like a quill pen, you know, like Mm -hmm. when you, you know, like back in the day, like when you see like the actual quill of a, you know, of a feather or whatever, you go to like colonial Williamsburg, that's kind of what it looks like, which makes it really easy to be precise. 
And it's the formula stays. It looks great. It doesn't fade at all like throughout the day. Like I've worn it for events all night long, slept in it, and it still looked good the next morning. It is, I think you're going to love it if you haven't tried it. If I've tried it, it's been forever. So I'm super right. excited to try to give it a try again. I just went back to it as well because I I haven't done, I mean, because of COVID, like where am I going in a, you know, with a cat eye? So, but I started, I just wanted to do one when we had to go to an event a couple months ago. And I was looking all through my all my makeup stuff and I couldn't find it. And somewhere along the line, it either got old and I tossed it or it got lost somewhere. So I had to go and buy one again. And that's how I noticed that the display, which used to be, it was I don't huge. know what they're called, but you know, like they have those big, chunky display stands. It's like an aisle, you know, like a mini kind of aisle. Yeah, that she they used have to have her own aisle. She almost. had the whole, she had a whole I one. Know. So now it's definitely a lot smaller. I, I seem to remember, and I don't quote me on this, but I thought that somebody came in and bought her company and there, there was some sort of financial problem there. Maybe there was a divorce. I don't know. There was something that I'm like kind of remembering now from back in the day that, that may have stunted the, the growth of the company. But if I love it is, that they, they make better lipstick now. <laughs> well, then that's, well, see, that also kind of happens a lot when like a bigger mm-hmm. company comes in and buys them. You know, like, remember, I mean, it can go either way. A lot of times a smaller company will get bought by a bigger company and then the product, the, the quality goes way downhill. That happened with when I used to buy the original lip kits from Kylie Jenner, when it, when she had that huge, billion dollar deal with Cody and then she had to get out of it and she had to change all the formulas and the repackage right. and the whole thing and Kim Kardashian had to do the same thing with her Kim whatever it was called Kim makeup KKW which now she's probably rebranded that to get rid of the W but that happens a lot so maybe a bigger company did come in and bought it and bought Kat Von D and maybe made it better because they just basically use existing formulas and then they add you know her colors or whatever but or it could just be because I noticed that it's very vegan. The whole thing, the whole oh, line she's is very, vegan. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm assuming it was probably always that way, but I, I can't be sure. I, don't I know. think so. I would think so with her, but I don't know for sure. I do love it because you know what? I don't need all those animal fats in my lipstick. It's really no. freaky when you think about what kind of disgusting stuff they use. Oh. So I actually am happy to see that. Yeah. Um, and especially with something that, that yeah, really was a surprise. I thought, I'm not going to really love this. But now I will actually go back and buy some additional colors. The other thing that I just found, because I was, and you can maybe hear in my voice, a little sick still, <laughs> with some sort of plague that has been going around. Not COVID, but something else. I don't know. But I've been part of the mouth breather club uh, <laughs> over, the, over the last week and a half because it's just, it's been a chest cold, you know, and the sinuses yeah, and yeah. all that. So my lips got really dry. And... Uh, you know, I think I've told you this. I'm a Burt's Bees girl, mm-hmm. but there's only so much that you can slather on top of chapped up nasty lips. You know, it's like it just sits there. And so I was going crazy. Like, I think it was a Sunday and I was just like, I can't handle this anymore. My lips are disgusting. I what am I going to do? And so I'm like looking around and I knew I had like hardcore lip products, but I actually cleaned out a drawer and I found this box and I wish I could tell you where it came from. It's brand new when I pull it out. It's from a company called NCLA Beauty, which I looked up because I liked the product. They're female run. Two girls started this in 2010 in their little tiny studio apartment in New York City. And now they have this like beauty brand and it's called Beauty Sleep Overnight Lip Mask in Birthday Cake. 17 bucks. 
it's awesome. It's got mango seed butter. It's got vitamin D. It's got um, shea butter. It too is a vegan product. And it's a lip mask that I was literally slathering on. Like I wasn't using it as you're supposed to, which is as a lip mask at night. Victoria, I probably took it and put it on the lower half of my face from like the <laughs> nose down because <laughs> I was so desperate and I was so dried out from blowing my nose constantly and breathing through my mouth and just, ugh. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I don't, you know, it, it for me, it was it was actually really nice. It softened up my lips. I was able to just use like a washcloth to kind of buff off all the chap part. And it was great. It felt really moisturizing. It felt like I was just using kind of like coconut oil, which was what I was going to do had I not found this. Yeah. And it tasted good. It smelled good. It's very vanilla-y because it's birthday cake flavored. But um, I liked it. So if you're recovering from a cold or if you're feeling a little extra dry, and I put it all over my lips, even outside, like around like the wrinkle parts of your lips in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great. I didn't, you no know, breaking out or no weird stuff because I think it's all natural. It's all kind of clean ingredients. But I was really pleasantly surprised. And this was one of those things I was digging through a bag and I thought, I don't know where I got this. Obviously, I got it from somewhere. But um, really cute. If you need to give somebody like a little birthday gift, since it's a birthday cake theme, they've got the lip scrubber, the whole matching thing. If you wanted to buy that online, that'd be a cute gift for somebody too. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just looking this up because I'm not familiar. I've heard of NCLA, but I- I've never, I don't know that I've Maybe I've gotten a sample somewhere along the line. But yeah, it's so it's castor seed oil, shea butter, mango seed butter, and vitamin E. Can't go wrong Mm -hmm. with that mix. You can't. And it's it really did feel so good. It was like a lifesaver because I was really suffering. And I know a lot of people are sick right now. So there's your public service announcement. Right. And you know, I don't I have never, I don't know about you, I've never had any luck with the lip scrub stuff. I will I'll use the lip scrub, but it doesn't, I don't it doesn't do any more for me other than using a washcloth and yeah. really just kind of not super wet, but just almost damp and just scrub the heck out of yourself. And it works the same. You know what? The best thing that I've used since a friend of mine told me in high school and I've I've kept it, brush your teeth, brush your lips, brush I, your toothbrush. I know use the toothbrush. Do it. I, I do it every day I do it too. I do it. Yep. I don't, I probably don't do it every day since I switched to an electric toothbrush, but when I turn the electric toothbrush off, and then I'll do an extra brush on my tongue. I always do the lips as well. And, yep. you know, it just, it helps. It really does help. The lip scrub thing, I've never been a fan of. You know, Fresh, that brand had the sugar scrub that everybody mm-hmm. was obsessed with. I was convinced most people, most girls were snacking on it. I mean, it was just well, like... it's eating sugar. I mean, I tried yeah. also during this last week of craziness, Wish, W-H-I-S-H, their watermelon lip scrub. It mm-hmm. tastes really good, but you end up eating like a spoonful of old sugar from a jar right. that you don't really know how long it's been sitting there. Yeah. And it's, you know, I t- when you start tasting it, it's like, it just, it freaked me out. It worked. It worked fine. But it again, is it working any better than a lipstick or, I mean, a washcloth or a toothbrush? Not really. Right. Right. I think the best thing to do is, you know, wet your lips, use a washcloth, use the toothbrush, and then put something really moisturizing like this yep. NCLA lip mask over it. That's probably the best way to go. I might actually do something like that myself tonight because I I definitely feel a little like dry. We were in a casino for a couple days and the air is very dry. And it we've been yep. so used to all the humidity that we've injected into our apartment. So I've I definitely noticed a different, and I was in a pool. 
and uh, yeah. and like in the jacuzzi for like two days straight. So yeah, I'm I'm a little extra parched right now. But um, the lip scrub thing, the or the uh, lip mask, that sounds great. And so the other thing that we wanted to touch on real quick, um, you and I both developed the same obsession at the same time with the Murdoch murders. I know yeah. they call them Murdoch, but it's like Murdoch. Well, it's Murdoch. weird because you I hear some you... people calling them Murdoch, which is what I would call them, Murdoch. Right. But then you also hear Murdoch where they're doing a hard G, yes. which makes it also sound like a K. So right. I don't know. I think it, it, that's and I think then might the guy's be a name. Thing. Right. So and then the guy's is name. Alex, but they call him Alec. Yeah, that was weird too. I know. So if you haven't, I mean, I feel like you and I are probably the last two to <laughs> to discover I, this. Okay, so you know I host a morning show in Los Angeles. And in the studio, we have, I have two TVs. One's on national news, one's on local news. So that if something happens during that radio show, I'll know, you know, I can actually Sure, you're it, doing right? breaking news, right. Yeah, and so... So I would notice over the last few weeks that every day, right before we would get off the air, that the national news would switch over to the trial. And I was like, I wonder why there's so much interest in this trial. Like, I I mean, you know, I'd heard the bare minimum, but I didn't realize why there was so much interest. Yeah. And so I started talking to people like, oh, it's a whole big thing. You should watch a Netflix show. So again, dealing with the sickness last Sunday, I sat down and I watched the entire, I just binged the entire Netflix special. And then we did too. During- it's only three episodes, and Lewis yeah. and I watched it the night before we went away. We watched the whole thing. We were like, "How have we not? We here, this is how dumb we are. We hadn't. We didn't even know it, there was a trial yet. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't know anything except that I saw on Dumois that she was posting that she was so into the trial, and I'm like, "Oh, all right. So I guess here's a Netflix documentary to tell us what happened. Well, it's a whole family of murderers. <laughs> Basically, Spoiler. I mean, almost all of them." had some kind of blood on their hands or at least knew about it or tried to cover it up. They all were very much into to drinking and living a, you know, Alex Murdaugh had a huge opioid problem. He was on painkillers for 20 years. I mean, there was so much in the financial crimes and just boating accidents. I, it was just very bizarre and such a web. And so they were like, they're my, like redneck Kennedys. Yeah, no, absolutely right. And so then during the trial, as the trial was wrapping, as his verdict was being read, they were talking about how the jury, because I I was surprised they didn't sequester the jury with all of these specials and all of this interest. Not that this is a defense of him at all, because I think that they're disgusting and gross, but I don't know how a jury would be, would not see all of this coverage that exists out there. Like that's hard to believe that they wouldn't be in, you know, infiltrated in some way by tabloids or by Netflix or whatever. And one of the lawyers said there's, you know, that the jury wasn't supposed to watch the Netflix or the HBO documentary. So I went, HBO documentary. I didn't know there was an HBO one. I thought it was just Netflix. Do yourself a favor. I think it's better than the Netflix. And the Netflix one was really good. But the HBO one had a lot more real footage from all of the police investigations. Interesting. They had a lot of jailhouse calls between Alex and the living son, Buster. Who collapsed Um, outside the courthouse. Did you see that? Well, he probably knows things are closing in on him because they reopened the the Stephen Smith case. And if you don't know, there's this kid who ended up in the middle of the road. They tried to make it look like he was hit by a car, but he was killed by like a baseball bat to the head. And Buster Murdaugh happened to have like a gay relationship with this uh, guy, probably didn't want his friends to know. So he beat the heck out of him to try to show people that it wasn't true. And he leaves him in the middle of the road, allegedly. And 
takes off. Did you know? So what you find out in the HBO special is that this I'm kid, literally watching this, it tonight. <laughs> this poor kid. So Stephen Smith's father died three months after he died of a broken oh. heart. Oh, he no. died of a heart attack in his sleep. Three, he said the he had a twin sister. See, so it goes deeper. In oh. you don't hear this in the Netflix show that Stephen had a twin sister, and they don't talk about so much like what it was like for them afterwards. And yeah. so the twin sister says the day Stephen died is the day her dad died. It just took three months for oh, him to get there. That's hard. And so, not only do you get more of those stories, but you also just get a lot more of the. The police footage from how they investigated this. So it, it goes a little more in depth. I thought it was a little better, but they focus less on the boating accident and more on each individual death. So you get a little more on Stephen Smith. You get a little, maybe not quite as much about the housekeeper, but in each episode, and there are three of the HBO special, it's called Low Country. Yeah. Um, okay. Low Country. The episode always talks about the murder of Maggie and Paul. But in one episode, they talk about Mallory Beach, who was the victim of the boating accident. The second one, they talk about Stephen Smith. The third one, they talk about the housekeeper. So they kind of develop the story together. But they also talk about all the accomplices he had on the outside to steal all the money and the financial crime. I can only imagine how deep it goes goes. into the fact that he's got 90, I think he's got 90 charges against him for financial crimes. And now his, his, college best friend is actually indicted as well because he was helping him skim the money and put it into private accounts. So it's interesting um, if you're into this true crime oh, yeah. stuff. It's because, um, it's like you said, watch. they're they're filing an appeal. I don't know how far that's going to go, but Buster is going to be up next. So yeah, yeah the, the oldest and also, son. I mean, it, and oh, this is the other gross thing from the HBO special. A lot of the episodes feature jailhouse calls between Alex and Buster. And one of them, I think it was the third episode. He calls. Alex calls Buster and he goes, hey, what are you doing? And Buster says, well, I'm going to go hunting later. And he goes, you know, at Moselle, which is the house where where Maggie and Paul were killed. He said, the feeders were full when I last left the property. That place is probably covered in deer. Why don't you go hunting over there? And the kid's like, I don't want to go back there. Like, why? I don't care under Psycho. any circumstance whether you killed your wife and your son or not. Why would you ask your eldest son if he wants to go back to where his mother and his brother died? Like, who would want to go back there? It's a whole family of nut jobs. A yeah. whole family. Yeah, I know. It's so bizarre. Jeez. Well, I am going to watch that because I can't get enough of true crime stuff, I guess. I know. It's, I know. It's kind of, it's wild how I feel like COVID made true crime. And I know true crime stuff obviously existed before COVID, but I feel like COVID really put it into like the number one category for documentaries and podcasts and all kinds of stuff. And so, and then, you know, Netflix, these types of documentaries, they help bring down these criminals. We saw what happened with Robert Durst from The Jinx. That's probably the the most high profile until now with the Murdoch thing. This, this was the number one documentary, like in 80 something countries. It was something insane. Everyone around the world was watching this. Where you look at the silver lining is that this family was so ingrained in the infrastructure of this town of Hampton County that putting some light on it is probably going to make it a lot easier to get convictions or to get indictments and to get them properly charged. Absolutely. Well, that's a great recommendation. So I can't wait for that. And um, so if you guys want to give us a follow on Instagram, you can follow us at beauty pop pod. You can also email us at beauty pop pod at gmail.com anytime you want and um, suggest if you want, you can leave comments, DMS, whatever. And uh, if you want us to review a certain product, let us know. And uh, if you could give us a follow anywhere that you, um, 
find your favorite podcast, that would be great. And leave us a rating and review as well. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you guys so much. <laughs>